Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa, the self-proclaimed psychotherapist. How you guys doing? Oh my God, I don't know why, but I'm in a really good mood today. I think uh, it's really sunny out. Uh, uh, um, just uh, Leah Salent of Castle Black is here, and I'm going to call her a friend by now because this is her second or third time on the air, and I am chill. I am excited to have her, and I'm not like I'm not feeling like a whole lot of pressure for some reason. Mostly because she is an incredible musician, and I am a veritable layman about that so i don't actually have to act like i know anything which makes me very happy anyway um thanks for tuning in to radio free brooklyn uh yeah things are things are going good you know um we're uh we're starting to uh get together internally at the station more and and uh we're we're sort of getting back to to what i'm gonna call the new normal and you know what? Why I'm on the topic of Radio Free Brooklyn, here's something I think you should do. I think you should donate some money to us. Don't you think? I mean, you're getting all this stuff. You could have 24-7 of like, you don't need to even watch TV, listen to any. You could get the whole world just from Radio Free Brooklyn. And I think that's worth two bucks. Would you put in two bucks? Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Okay. Thank you. Um, so the reason Lee is here today is because we Radio Free Brooklyn Presents has an upcoming show that is spectacular. Um, I'm going to tell you about it. It's And then I'm going to be talking to Lee a bit about her band and the other bands and, and bands. Okay. But anyway, so listen to this. You should come to this, okay? So it's um, it's on May 20th. That's coming up at 7.30, Bar Frida, 801 Seneca Avenue. Tickets are $10 and field. But listen to these bands, okay? Seventh grade girl fight, dirt bikes, Barrette, and Castle Black. Leah's band. I mean, all that for 10 bucks. And not only that, all the Radio Free Brooklyn people will be hanging out there. You could network and maybe get your music on somebody's show. You know, our music director, Rachel Cleary, is going to be there. You should show up. This could be good for you. Okay. Um, I also really want to give a big uh, shout out today to um, one of my very, very fa- favorite local businesses, Pumps. Okay. Do you know Pumps? It's an exotic dance club. And uh, they also have a rehearsal space, if you don't know you musicians. But um, uh, they they uh, let us do some art photography of a doll, like not of the mom. It was the place. Okay, there was no there was no dancers or anybody in there, but we brought our own props. Okay, and that's what I'm going to tell you. Um, if you really want to know the shows, the show that's an art show, art installation opens uh, Friday the thirteenth, May thirteenth, six to eight at fifty six Bogart Street. Uh, there will be an after party at Pumps from nine to one. Okay, but anyway, Pumps. Um, the, um, just a huge shout out to Andy and Cat, who are the owners of Pumps, 
And I have to say, uh, I really um, think sex work by the public is very misunderstood. And I think that, like, I kind of see them as two vanguards who are actually, um, I don't want to say helping women, but part, they're on the right side of sex work as far as I'm concerned. I don't know how else to say it. They do not, they do not, you know, the, the, the women, everyone that works there, the women, everybody, they all, it's a family. And I just think that they really define the stereotype of what a lot of people, maybe not my listeners, I don't know. But anyway, I just really want to give them a big shout out and you should go there and hang out. And, uh, they've got, um, really reasonably priced drinks and great vibe. Just bring a couple of, of, um, a couple of, you know, singles, or they can give you singles. I didn't have any singles. And the girls are just, they just couldn't be friendlier, okay? So I just want to give them a big, big um, thank you and a hearty, hearty recommendation to go there. It's at 1080 Grand Street, Brooklyn. I think it's off the Montrose stop. I'm not sure, but it's in Bushwick, you know, near the Montrose stop. Okay, there you go. Uh, okay, now it's time to, um, let's talk to Lee. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hi, Lisa, I'm good. Have you ever been to Pumps? I actually don't think I have been. I know where it is, though, and I know they have the, uh, the rehearsal space there. Yeah, the it's really, it's so much fun there. It's like, a, it's a pretty small um, exotic dancing or whatever you call it place. So it has like a really friendly vibe and... Um, you know, I've gone there by myself sometimes. My husband doesn't like to go with me, which I think is hilarious because <laughs> he feels like it's rude somehow. And I'm not even sure how, but I think that makes him a nice guy. I'm confused. <laughs> I don't understand my husband uh, in that way. But anyway, so um, thanks for It's so good to see you after the whole like pandemic things. I know. Good so, to see you too. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's been going on? Just give me the just give me the broad, just give us the broad strokes. Oh, by the way, I should also say that Lee's been on the show. I will put, so you can listen to the previous episodes, blah, blah, blah. So go ahead. Well, um, I guess high level, uh, we're now playing as a duo. So, so that was a big. You're now playing as a duo. Yeah, Instead yeah. of. Instead of a trio. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we um, um, when we parted ways with our bass player last summer, you know, just after COVID changes and location stuff and life things, um, we just decided not to get not to find another bassist. So we've just kind of like expanded what we play on stage and, you know, we have a backing track and we have a foot synth and we just have a lot of, um, uh-huh. just a lot more for two people. Where so, was your bassist? Well, he's in New Jersey. That's, so yeah. yeah. And you're here, you're mm-hmm. here in Brooklyn, right? Right. And he used to be in the city every day for work and then uh. he wasn't. So like it was just making, making practice harder and he got a so dog and yeah. That's a pandemic thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, but you've been cooking with, the uh drummer and uh how how's that feel it's good i mean we 
I don't know. It's it's challenging in a lot of ways, which is fulfilling because it's like, you know, how do you sound bigger than two people when you're only two people? And, and, you know, how do you make it sound full and how do you make it sound good when, you know, you kind of have that limitation? But it makes things like a lot easier, too, you know, in terms of just yeah. like packing things up and going and, and more profitable. <laughs> I know that's not the motivation. What musician if, goes if it were music? profitable. Yeah, <laughs> if it no, were ever. No, but I mean, but um, so are you? have what it are you learning a lot i mean have you developed or what what how's that affected the music well i think it is you as an artist yeah i mean the interesting thing is we haven't written anything in this new environment because we had written the old uh, or the the album that came out in 2021 um get up dancer we wrote that with bass and our bassist played on you know played on that album um so now it's like when thinking of of writing new songs it it kind of feels really open because it's you know you Mm. just start with any instrument you want or just um you know you're not thinking for the live Mm -hmm. show per se because anything we play live um going forward is also going to sound a little bit different in in the live setting So so do you think if you play um if you put an album together the next album would have a bassist it will still have a bass track for sure um we will still write with bass Definitely. Right, but that might be electronic or I don't um, No, we'd still, so I probably... I mean, like you program it or something? Is it a live music? <laughs> I don't know no, we'd any still of do it, shit. We would still do it as a live instrument. Um, uh, in, in all fairness, Joey, our drummer, uh, plays bass way better, way better than uh, I do, so he'd probably play it. <laughs> oh, so he just plays on a... Ch- yeah, I mean, I could play uh, a little bit, but like I'd probably write, yeah, we would write together uh, and then one of uh, us would, like one of us would play the so live bass. Two yeah. people three instruments yeah <laughs> i got that and i see i'm not that yeah. uh oh but you have that flexibility exactly does it feel like more that feels like somehow just more flexible maybe more fun it's 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 really different because i think also like people respond to it differently like there's just some people who really like duos and they like to see what duos are doing so um it, it's just fun talking to those people who come to shows and hearing, you know, what they have to say about other duos so than us. So you feel differently on stage? It's a different act. It's a different, it, it is, yeah, it's a different and energy. Yeah. What, 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 what's that feel like? I mean, there's something about, um, you know, having an extra person, you know, I mean, people, having more people can be more, it's more complicated, but it can be more fun or whatever. So how, how different, what, what is different? What was your, what, what was the, what was the basis like? Like what, what energy did he, what kind of energy did he bring? Um, like a solid energy, you know, like he was, he was, you know, he was just solid and he was there and he, you know, was, mm-hmm. was into it and, um, you know, yeah. was just kind of like a, a, a backbone. You, miss him? you the, must miss him, right? We, yeah. We, we keep in touch. We, we keep in you touch guys with are him. Friends. But yeah. Like we will keep in touch with him. Is we, he playing anywhere else? I feel sorry for no, this guy now. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, he could, I mean, he's filled in for people. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's playing. I feel like he got right a now, but... dog and just like gave up <laughs> and got into a nice home in New Jersey. And he got his dog and he's like, I, what am I doing? Is that true? Is that true? I'm feeling bad. No, no. I think it just was like a lot, just a lot of stuff happening at the same time for him, you know? And yeah. I think like at some point it's like, you just, you just don't have enough in you to like give it to everything. Well, also so. if you're working in the city, it, it may, I mean, if you have to come into the city every day, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. 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 So, um, 
Okay. So what what does it feel like being on stage? Do you feel more vulnerable or more response? Is it more pressure, less pressure? What's it like? It's, it's definitely more pressure with two people. I mean, it, it's, it's that same thing with what I would say with three people was like, oh, you hear everything. But now with two people, you really hear, you know, you hear everything. So you'll hear any mistake, you'll hear anything. Um, but I think because... There is a lot of pressure to make it, you know, as interesting and as lively and as energetic as possible. You just kind of go into it with that. So it, it ends up feeling more energetic, but, but because of that pressure, I think. So it's like a good pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel like you probably feel, I don't know, you're a little like me. I think you like the control. I like control. <laughs> Um, do you feel like you have a little more? There is, yeah. yeah that's funny, like, yeah. isn't it? I mean, like, we, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it. You know what? Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want people to know we're talking about. So, um, let's play one of your songs or one of um, Castle Black's song. Uh, we're going to play Radio Queen. So this is recorded with the bassist, right? Do you want to yes. say anything about this song in particular? This or? is the first song off of the um, Get Up Dancer album. And I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of... Uh, was this done during the pandemic? It was done during the pandemic, yeah. How did we, you record yeah. it? Did you record it at a studio or somebody? We recorded home? it at a studio in um, in Brooklyn. Um, was that a masked It was masked, thing? yeah. It was right around, it was February. So it was February of 2021. Mm-hmm. So I think only our drummer was even vaccinated at the time. Um, I didn't do vocals there. So just everyone was masked that whole time because we were doing instruments. Oh, and so. did you not do vocals there because of... I have a guy, uh, Mark Plotty, um, who I really yeah, love. Yeah, you, might, you yeah. mentioned him he a, does in an earlier show. Vocals. So he does your vocals. Yeah, he does all the vocals and does all the mixing. So, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and is there anything else you want to say about this song, Radio Queen, what does it mean? Anything by, like that? Anything else you want to say? Um. No, let's okay. just play it. Let's play it then. <laughs> okay. She was a radio queen, and some say she's really gone too far. She was a rock and roll machine. Well, boogie back up now, it's your hour.
right. Wow, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see that live. And you know what? You can actually hear. Are you guys going to play that, you think, on the 20th? I think we are. Okay, so there you go. (laughs) There you go. You guys should come to that. Uh, What else? Um, So um, I was thinking that, um, okay, so I'm thinking two things. This is what I'm thinking. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about um, why this is what happens when when I get a chance to think why we're playing music. There's two things I want to make sure we get to today. And one of them is that about the pandemic and another is I really want to talk about the show coming up. But here's something that um, we were sort of talking about why we were waiting for the show to start is that, Lee and I, is that, um, you know, it's a funny time, especially for people that do live performing or even like art shows um, exhibitions because those are now live again. Anything that's going back out into the world live, uh, you know, it's really funny because we're all getting busier and we're all getting more engaged, but at the same, and we're all like using our social media and posting it everywhere. So at one point, on one, on one level, it looks like everybody's super busy and everything is happening and everything is fabulous for some people. But the reality is, I have to say, I can't, maybe this is because I'm a, a, you know, self-proclaimed shrink, but I wind up having a lot of conversations with people on the street who are feeling like everything's going great but we haven't gotten back to where we were or we're, we haven't gotten gotten going yet or are we still there's still it's there's still a lot of tenuousness there's still like a reemergence out into the world with a feeling of what the fuck is going on what are we going to be and so i thought um because lee is here and i don't I haven't really had the chance to talk to a musician, somebody in the music world, uh, in the last, uh, since the, uh, well, I think January, February, that was kind of, you know, we're, we're back to normal. We're getting back to normal. And I, I want to see, I want to, I want to find out the reality of what it's like being a musician right now, uh, for Lee. Sounds good, Lee. Sounds good. So, so, um, do you want to, uh, why don't you give us an overall view of what the journey was like for you and your band when um, the pandemic first hit and like what right. you went through? Well, we were on tour at the time. It was March and there was, it's weird because we had a show in Brook or in New York City um, right before we left, like March 3rd or something. And we were even like just a casual jokes about, you know, oh, don't get COVID, you know, because it was just coming out. No one really knew anything about it. And we just had barely heard about it. Um, and then as our tour was coming up, which was like around the 13th or 14th of March, like the first days before that, we were, we're just like, should we go? Like, should we be going? Because we we're seeing stuff happening, but nothing had shut down yet. Um, but we went because uh, we reached out to venues and they're like, no, like we're still having we're still having things. So we were about three days in. Um, I think our last show was in Milwaukee. Uh, and then it was just like that's when all the states were just shutting down. Like every every state was just, you know, shutting down. So that's when we we came back. Um, 
God, we were like messaging people in New York City to see if there were things we should bring back that, you know, you couldn't get here because we were hearing you couldn't get things. Oh, weird. So, yeah. So we like we went shopping in Milwaukee before we left. Oh, and, weird. Yeah, it was really just really crazy. And then we we're like worried, like, what if they shut down New York and we can't get back and our dogs, you know, we didn't have our dogs with us. Uh, but we everything was everything was fine. We made it back to New York. Um, and then, I mean, it just was, it, you know, it was like all the all the shows were canceled. So any so show we had was canceled. Like super devastating. For that tour in particular, it was because it was so perfect. Like it was one of the first times that I had a really neat route with just, you know, no, no big, big drives or anything and really like great venues and bands and stuff. Um, and I was really, really proud of that tour. Uh, so that was just, you know, very, it was very sad. Um, but, you know, not into comparison to what was going on. So no, it's just kind of you get no. over it and you're like, OK. No, everybody has their own personal hell, which is very, very valid. Yeah. <laughs> it's always could be worse. We have, to, we have to own our own personal <laughs> pandemic hell. But then we had, you know, we had other shows that were coming up. Like, I think we had our, our video release or something was coming up here. And, you know, just like a random show out of town here and there. So I, it just leading up to everything, it was like you were in touch with the venue and you might, it might happen. It might not happen. But I mean, as you know, 2020 just kept getting worse and worse. So, so. you really like all, you, you at some point realized that you had to shut everything, you had to shut it all down. We were pretty sure we weren't going to be playing. It's just so like a live show for a why, while. Why did yeah. you do when that happened? So then we started uh, playing live streams, which, um, you know, was, was a real big thing, especially during like the start of the pandemic. So every month, um, yeah, at least once a month we were we were doing either our own live stream from our own apartment um, or we were doing someone someone else's like some some venues would do them and stuff. So so you would play from your apartment mm -hmm. and then and be on other shows and stuff. And then how did how was that? How did that go? I mean, it was it was honestly it was something to put our minds to and something fun and challenging to do because like, you know, we had to like figure out the equipment and figure out the sound and like and we got really into like like designing the set and like making, you know, mm -hmm. we did one for Christmas and we did one for like a birthday and we did one just like things like that, like a dog's birthday. Like, I mean, it was, you know, we were really like trying to uh, <laughs> <You're> really <laughs> have as really much fun yeah, <laughs> as we could without leaving the house. So, um, so those went on for a while. And, and I want to tell I want to tell uh, the I want to tell you guys, you listeners, you something about Lee that I know from other episodes and you should listen to them is that she's um, somebody who is not going to be sidetracked by adversity and um it's really hard being being the front woman and leading a band and organizing a band and getting it. And she's a very, look, <laughs> you got to be good business people. You can't just be like, I oh, got, you know, got some great music and shit like that. You got to be like on top of things. This is learning. This is good. <laughs> so you so you made it happen, even though it probably was, a, 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 you know, nothing like playing live, but. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. It, but you, there was something really special about it in a sense that like, you know, people, especially on Facebook Live, you know, which we did a few on, um, people would write great comments and we could see who was there. And it was like all these people that would never be in the same room together just because ah. they're in different states and we would never, just, there would never be a show where all those people could be at the same place. Um, it was just people like we hadn't seen in a while because we haven't played near them and just hearing from them and being able to interact with them was, oh, was really wow. cool. That's so cool because you've done all the other tours and you had like a national audience, right? You yeah. Had a national audience. Yeah. So that was really, that was fun. And that was, that was a really real plus of the whole thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then, um, so that was the bulk of the pandemic playing month playing. 
Well, did you write? Did you? We, how did you feel creatively? We did also, you feel inspired? Or, sorry, yeah, no, no. You. I'm thinking about that. No, we were also we were also writing at the same time because we recorded in 2020 in early 2021. So we're also writing the album like in fall, I think, of 2020. But we also played a few live shows, like um, outdoor shows. Outdoor shows. Yeah, and especially once summer 2020 came, we did as many outdoor shows as we could, which wasn't many. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even into fall, and then didn't do anything i guess we went back to live streams until july 2021 mm, mm. so it was a long time yeah 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 how do you think your music changed i mean you the bass player you you know got rid of him but i mean <laughs> that's big but anything else i don't know i mean because you're just constantly influenced by what's happening around you you know Mm -hmm. so so we wrote this album in 2020 like during the pandemic and i think it's you know it is really a product of that just Mm -hmm. just the themes and the topics Mm -hmm. and the lyrics and everything so um so for you this is what i'm hearing perhaps is that um you're grounded enough um as a creative person and experienced enough that like you just meld in whatever's happening around you anyway and this is just you're like that where you kind of like just focus the same as you always are in a way i think i was and that probably did even freak, like freak my band out initially i think because it probably <laughs> like what's wrong with you but it's not like i wasn't i mean i i am very impacted by the the pandemic and like i think there were so many things that came out of it that just showed such terribleness in society and also good things you know but there mm-hmm. but it really brought out a really ugly side in in certain mm-hmm. people so uh-huh. I think like I definitely was aware of that and I was uh-huh. very impacted. I didn't take it. I never took it lightly. Like I always wore a mask. Like uh-huh. I got vaccinated, what, you know, so. What are you talking about? What you saw? You say some things. Like people just like refusing to wear a mask or like, refu- like refusing like conspiracy theories about it. Like stuff like that where you're mm. just like, come on. Like it, it, it is, it was really sad and that yeah. really, really saddened yeah. me. <laughs> Cause yeah. Put that on the list, <laughs> right? Roe versus Wade. Oh, oh a God. Yeah. And now today. Uh, it just keeps getting, the word unprecedented should not be used at all anymore. <laughs> so um, how is the community of musicians? How did like your, the people that you know, like what, what role did they have? What role did you have with them? I mean, it's interesting because we, we do, we do have friends and bands in so many states now. Um, and I think, you know, we were used to seeing people pretty regularly. So that was kind of hard not, not seeing people, but you know, people kept in touch and we kept in touch with people and, um, you know, I think coming out of like, as things, you know, opened up a bit more, um, just starting to see like who stayed together, who didn't, or people you hadn't talked to, what venues are still you open. Mean what bands stayed Exactly. Together. Yeah. <laughs> and relationships. And probably. And relationships. So right. do you think a lot of bands broke up or changed during the pandemic? Do you think, I, did you notice that a lot? There are some, I mean, because there are people we would go to reach out to and I'm just like, oh, they're not playing. But then other people who were still, you know, still together and still playing. So it really, you know, it just kind of was uh-huh. was all across the board. Well, yeah, I mean, transportation is a big part of the music business, right? For the individual musician, the band <laughs> right. itself. And um, yeah, so... I mean, it sounds like you're pretty stable, frankly. God, I don't know. How, <laughs> how, how do people stay so stable? But did you have friends, musician friends that were having a hard time? Like, were you, you, you were probably somebody's rock. 
<laughs> I mean, I think it just, it really, yeah, it really impacted people. I should have called you. <laughs> I should have called. No, but did you, did you see a lot of, you know, was it really tough for people? What kind of things was tough? Like the not playing out or what kind of things did you yeah I mean I think for a lot of people you know it's like and it was me included it was like not not being able to play live like I love playing live it's one of the things I love most about it and the the live stream you know filled that void a little bit but um you know nothing compares to being in a room with Uh people when you're performing and feeding off that energy um so so I do feel I do feel lucky that we were able to figure something out to kind of like help with that even though right. it wasn't you know it wasn't right. the same right right so um where 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 are you now so let's say that live live performing you know i mean they're having all this is a first year in three years they're having all those live music shows like summer stage and shut did, did they did they have summer stage last year oh, i don't even know i don't think so not sure so okay let's say we're back now so but just since like february march right and it could change like that's the thing is we're so you know like i'm not i'm not ruling that out like no, just, you can't. just our mindset now you know and we have to be, be ready right <laughs> right but assuming you know, we do have a vax. We do have vaccinations, and, right? Um, you know, hospitalizations and deaths are way down. Deaths, particularly, which is and great. That's huge. That's a right. huge difference. Absolutely. Uh so what's it feeling? What's it feeling like? When did you guys? You're playing regularly now. I saw your your calendar. <laughs> so when did that start? Pretty much since last July. So we played our first like real show back like in in july of 2021 at bar frida which is where the radio free brooklyn show is um and you know from there yeah i mean we just started like slowly booking like something here and there out of town um and then like in february we we did a you know we did about a week um like in the south ish area mm-hmm. of the united states and then um you know we did a couple just here and there we do like a an out-of-town show out-of-town show and we're playing pretty regularly so you feel like things are back to normal and you're on a similar schedule or I mean not normal so much like we're we're booking for summer right now which we're doing like a longer like what we would have used to have done like you know two and a half weeks three weeks um but you know I guess I don't feel the same urgency to to book every night like I used to uh really just out of the like you know coming coming going through something you know like the pandemic I think it's like you reevaluate just like what's important and things like that so it's like well do I really need to like fill up every single night if it's not going to be I don't know, a good oh, show wow. or something like that. You know, it's like, if you know Mondays are just typically not good in a place, like, would you, I don't know, it's just stuff like that. Just thinking about it. Or like maybe just like giving your body a rest, you know? Like, so do you think that maybe during the pandemic you learned that you don't have to play every night or did you learn that um, if you pull back a little, it's not going to hurt the overall career or the band did you kind of learn some of that too i think it was more like realizing like it's kind of like what's important and like you know there's so many things like it's just thinking like even before the pandemic just like certain certain places certain venues or whatever it's just like other people like with shows and just not wanting to deal with any like bullshit around like the shows uh, like you know a, what i mean like, like a media like a show that spells media mediocrity before you sign up for it because of 
the night, the venue, the circumstances. Yeah, like something the venue's doing or something another band is doing. You know, it's just like, like we want to play with, we want to play with people we like and respect. We want to play with other like cool, like-minded musicians. We want to support these venues who, you know, really struggled during this time and who, you know, were supportive of us and like, uh-huh. and that have that, like, who have that community sense, not someone who's just like, how many people are going to get through the door and we're going to take, you know, 90% of that. And, you know, so you're just, so you just feel community. A little... Like your values have gotten more reinforced, maybe. Right. And maybe a little like more comfortable enforcing them. Yeah. To a certain degree. So you, you, that, so that sounds really positive, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what I was talking about before where I've, I mean, it's all, you know, it's all just anecdotal, but I mean, I feel like there are people that are just feeling like when is, you know, oh, I got to get right back on and do all that. Are you seeing that in the music business? Are people talking about how many gigs they have or what? I don't know what you people talk about. <laughs> Things like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't really see people anyone talking about that. But like, you know, I, I think there is a thing where just as musicians, you know, we, we see other people's social media accounts. So you see what other people yeah, are, are right. doing. Um, you know, so it's it's just a matter of like anyone being able to, you know, know that it's, it's not, it's never good to compare in, in those situations because yeah. you just might, yeah, if you don't know someone's situation either. So yeah, that's me. That's me. Competitive, <laughs> insecure, talking to people who are also competitive, insecure. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that's why, yeah, that's why. Uh, so uh, you can be the shrink today. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to say, I think that we all have our own journeys and, uh, you know what I think? I think it's great, and I feel the same way too, and I think a lot of people do, is that um, to be reminded of what's important and focus on that and then to get rid of all the little extraneous things that were sapping your energy that weren't going to really go anywhere and weren't going to make you happy. Kind of learn a little bit about that, right? Right, right. Like, like there's, there's little details that I would like focus on. And it's like, well, if I just make this easier for myself, then it, yeah. you know, go the easier route sometimes. And it, and it actually, um, you know, works out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I would say you sound pretty positive right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just nice to be, I mean, I think it's all we can really do, you know, I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of shit happening in the world uh, that, that, you know, I it's, mean it's about just, like playing, like you sound like, you sound like you're playing and doing what you want, you know, like you're right. booking the shows and right. are you booking as many shows or, I mean, I mean, are there as many opportunities to book shows as there were before? It's harder in ways because again, like that we don't know who's, you know, trying to reestablish relationships or seeing people we had relationships with. Are they still around? Um, mm-hmm. Or just even just like booking for summer. We're booking for summer, as I said. And like some places are booking out further than that. You know, I was booking with them five months out and they're like, oh, we're full for the summer. So and that was five ah. months out. So things like that. other places aren't there like other places. It's like I could book right now and for summer and it's fine. Um, so it's just like kind of navigating but all it's of a that. new landscape. It is, and and I mean, one positive thing maybe that came out of that too is that it seems like a lot of a lot of venues are uh, preferring like this three band bill. So that's oh, kind of is, fun. Oh, that what is explain that to our <laughs> well, listeners. just like I mean, usually I don't know. I mean, it's not that it wasn't a thing before, but um, you know, four bands kind of standard. 
Um, oh, before okay. bands is also a lot, you know, especially it just can be a lot, it can be a long night. Um, but recently, so many venues that even used to be four band places are like just three bands. So, oh, kind that's of a, great. It's interesting. It's an interesting um, shift. And I was talking to another musician friend the other night and he had noticed it too. And I was like, yeah, that's really uh three bands. So that's better for the musicians. It's well, or what it do you, what, what, I don't know. Yeah, you tell me, you tell me what's the advantages because when you're playing out of town and you're, you're largely unknown, you, you know, you obviously want the more, the more local bands you have uh, with their people who stick around uh, better, but that doesn't mean you, you could easily have two bands who actually have like really great fans and like they stick around. So it really doesn't matter. But from a numbers perspective, you kind of think of it. Oh, uh, you want to like have four bands. Or if one drops, you know, really close uh, to the show, yeah. then it's like, okay, you don't have to scramble to like for find a replacement. For but, audience. Yeah. Uh, I like three band bills though. Cause they're, they're, uh, I don't know. I just think it's more manageable. Yeah. I Compact. mean, I never could stay for all four bands ever. <laughs> no matter. I mean, except I'm the radio free but... Brooklyn show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different. That's my show. That's different. So, um, I do want to, um, I do want to talk about that. So you and you work. Uh, you you had a lot of input with um, Rachel Cleary, our music director. You guys kind of you helped her set this up, or you had imp- you she yeah. talked to you. I know she talked right. To yeah, you we it. we communicated a lot about it, and um, and when Matt was here from Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, sorry, Radio Free Brooklyn, Rodenauer. Excuse me for being so ignorant, but is Matt still involved with this? He well, show. I guess I mean, this particular show. I guess not technically since he's no he longer with Rodenauer. But he initially was, so yeah. yeah. But now it's mostly I've I've been so it's mostly you and Rachel. With Rachel. Yeah, I want to make sure people get their credit. You know? <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, uh, I love Matt, and I still am a huge Matt Townsend fan. So it doesn't matter. Yes, but yes, yeah, yes. got it. Uh, yeah, and, and and Rachel's been great, and we've just been um, just trying to you know, guess getting closer now, so logistics and stuff. But um. Yeah, it's been. I think been Rachel's good. been. Um, I really like um, Rachel's touch personally. Right. I think it's very friendly. Absolutely. And I think it's very. Um, I love having a. Personally, I love having a woman as our music director. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just personally love that. And I think Rachel's great. So, um, how did you guys decide on the bands? Tell me about the bands that you guys are going to be playing with. So the, sh- the show was supposed to originally happen in January, but um, there was some, some COVID um, cases <laughs> about, in the bands, of, myself included. Oh, you had COVID? Uh, Were you yeah, really sick? Yeah. No, I didn't get super sick. I mean, I was sick, though. I mean, for yeah. like two weeks. I was just like oh, so wow. tired and like just like had a feeling cold. shitty. Yeah. No the first couple of days were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looked, you know, we knew we weren't going to be, we weren't going to be okay by the time of the show. So, um, and another band, so Cryo Child was originally on the original bill. Um, they're unfortunately not on, on this one, but um, Cryo Child was uh, recommended by, by Rachel and um, we were super excited to play with them, but they were the first band to drop because um, they had a, there's something with COVID with them too. Um, and so then we were just going to keep it three bands because we didn't, again, we just didn't know as we're leading up to yeah. the January show, we just didn't know if it was going to happen because everything was going on. Sure. Um, but on the bill now, uh, same three bands from January plus um, an additional band. So it's it's us, Castle Black, uh, and then Dirt Bikes, who um, we've never played with them, but um, I, I love their music and they're, they're super sweet people and we're very excited to play with them. Uh-huh. Um, they're here in Brooklyn. I think they may have a member in upstate ish new york as well but um they're a, largely a brooklyn band 
And then um, our friends in Barrett, who are also in Brooklyn, they're a duo as well. Mm -hmm. And then our friends from Charlottesville, Virginia, seventh grade girl fight. Oh, so uh, they're coming in from Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. And they've been played on, um, definitely on, on Matt's show a bunch um, mm-hmm. previously. And they're just, you know, we've played with them in, in Charlottesville mm-hmm. and, and Greensboro. And, um, and now so like with when them you here. go out on tour in those areas, you play with them. Yeah, right. And so then that's they're exciting. Here. So they wouldn't normally be coming here. Exactly. And they're really good. They're so, they're so great. They're so much fun. So, um, yeah, we don't even care if you come see us. Come, come see them. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want, you know, I want to make sure we get to play, um, all the three songs that I've been wanting to play. So I'm going to play another one right now. Okay. How's that? And then we'll talk. We, cause we, you know, we only have like 15 minutes left. Doesn't this go fast? <laughs> I told you. So I'm going to play, um, the next song I'm going to play is, um, another grand delusion. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Um, okay, then let's yeah. just
All right. <laughs> is that fun? That must be fun hearing. Is it? Or do you? How do you? How does it feel when you hear your own music? Do you like? What is it like? Um, you're just used to it now. Yeah. So, because so, we listen to it so many times too after recording, so yeah, it's like yeah. you just kind of yeah. It is. So it doesn't yeah. really. It doesn't really affect you because some people are, you know, like never hear their own voice. They're like, oh, it's so weird to hear my own voice. Yeah, but like but I hear my own voice so all used the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you for you, is that the same? Because. Oh, you mean like when I, uh, you mean like, uh, well, I do visual art and the radio show. Um, You know, I don't really like listening to myself, to be honest. Um, um, Because I've gotten better at it over the years. You should. But I find I'm really, really critical. Um, (laughs) So I just... You know, or I wind up thinking, oh, man, I wish I'd asked them this or that. <laughs> so I don't love listening to myself. Um, I feel that way more about my visual art because when people come and see it, by the time they've seen it, I'm sick of it. So, right, right. so I'm like, oh, yeah, how'd you make that? I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um so uh, what was I going to say? Um, Bar Frida's. So that's a cool place. Tell me about that. Do you like playing there? Yeah, we play there a bunch um, pretty much since since last summer when um, I believe they opened during the pandemic. Um, but um, it's cool. There's like a bar upstairs and then you go downstairs for the show and um, the sound is 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 pretty good there. Um, and it seem, yeah, it seems like one of those venues that really emerged during the pandemic that's about that's poised in a very positive way. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's been, they've just been, yeah, they've been, and they've been great, great to work with. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's been That's good. good. That's good. Uh, there's something else I was going to, what was I going to ask you about? Um, uh, God, my mind went blank. Oh my God. <laughs> so um, the pandemic, what was I going to say? Listen to this. You can't lose your place on radio. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's no, there's no, there's nowhere to go. As, although this is live radio, so it's okay. But um, I'm psyched because like, I think that music is one of the things that people really miss the most. Because as a performing art, music is, there's never a trap sometimes with um some theater things i feel trapped in a theater you go there you really have to focus but music is always feeling sort of celebratory and there's this feeling of unity or community among the audience that you know you can actually I mean, you can you can actually acknowledge the people, the other audience members. They're they're it's so much more interactive than a theater thing where you're. And I think that people really, I think there's something spiritual spiritual as 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 I'm reluctant to even use that word, but um, I think we need this. This is what I'm thinking. And have you have you been seeing that too? Out that people really want to come back. They want to be out. They want to be together. Definitely, because I think there are there are people who go out regularly to see live music, and I think for them, yeah, that was that was probably um, you know really hard not to be able to do that and have that outlet during the pandemic. You know, in the similar way that it was for musicians not to be able to do that. So um, 
So yeah, I think that yeah. that kind of sense of like, yeah, people just being being happy to be to be somewhere. Yeah, and you can kind of really forget everything for a while and just like you know be with the music, right? And you're not going anywhere. There's nothing to do. No one's going <laughs> to ask you about the plot later, <laughs> right? 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 Or the lyrics? I, I could quiz some people on that. <laughs> Do you know what song we played second? Yeah, that's not a bad idea, though. <laughs> yeah, why don't we make it make it into more of a theater experience? <laughs> you could give out little tests out. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> um, but uh, I, um, you know, um, I, I, I when I uh, said to Rachel that you were coming on today, I said, "Is there anything that we can talk about that uh, you know that you'd like to talk to me?" that you'd like me to bring up and she brought up uh community women in music the community of women in music and that's something that means a lot to her and i think it means a lot to you to you so can you say more about that or more about that with the show or working with rachel well i mean i too am really happy that that she is the music director um that that's awesome um it's just nice to be able to work with people in music in those positions who who you know are not men and not because just historically speaking you know it's yeah, like right I've never right. been in these positions like as much so it's that's that's really great i think the other thing that's really cool that that i see now it's like there's just so many bands with with women or female identifying people in in them and it's so nice because like it wasn't always like that um and you see so many now and so many just great bands with just with just a lot of female members mm-hmm. and it's it's awesome like i mean i it's like we wish we had that when we were you know growing up like you wish you had that all around you and it's just like now like they have that and it's 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 really cool to see because it'll change change everything yeah you know it's funny because i've noticed that with comedy as well is that um there's just you know there's still like the male dominated comedy but that's kind of there's kind of this whole world that's not part of that too and um but i think I think when I think even when we talk about women, we're not actually saying women. We're saying inclusiveness more than anything. Exactly. Right. Like someone just not being horrible to you because you're not them. And like, you know, just having like people, yeah, be be well, kind. You and know, it's the it's not I mean, to to me, it's bigger. It, it's being kind, but it's even more than that. It's about the um, the, you know, the the soup of having more ingredients and so it tastes better and i love that you know i love like people from all different perspectives to bring to come together to to make something happen because it's just going to be so much richer right and weirder and more fun right and uh I think that's what we're talking about, right? Music too. Music, obviously. Yeah. I've seen, yeah, it's great. It's great. We can only do that with uh, the Supreme Court. <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a great analogy for that. Yeah, you got that right. So um, I am going to thank our listener, thank you, thank our listeners, and then I'm going to play one last song to to uh, leave you leave you all on. Okay. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, thank you. So I'm going to tell you again about the show since we've been talking about the show at Bar Frida. Um, it's Radio Free Brooklyn Presents, Seventh Grade Girl Fight, Dirt Bikes, Brevet, and Castle Black at Bar Frida. And that is May 20th, Friday, 730, 801 Seneca Avenue, 
Um, and I really think it's going to be, I mean, um, I know at the station we're all really, this is a, you know, I'm making a big deal about it because for us it is a big deal, okay? Because we haven't gotten to like do these kinds of things. Uh, the station is very, very careful. We're a community-based station and we've been very, very cautious about making, putting people at risk. And so for, so for us as a station, it's a big outing and that's why um, I'm so excited about it and I want to let everybody know about it because we're all going to be there. So thanks so much. Um, and also I want to remind you that you are listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit and I'm here every Thursday, two to three. I'm on Instagram, Dr. Lisa Levy. Uh, you know, DM me if you've got something you want to know or say or tell me. And uh, we are going to play one last Castle Black's song for today. And so people should go to Castle Black Music. Is that your that's where, our main, is that the that's best our main place website. to go? Yeah, I mean, it links to everything else. So okay, that's great. And don't forget to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. D- download our app. You can download our app there, either on Android or iPhone, and take us with you everywhere you go. So we're going to play this one last song, and it's called Sorry. Do you want to tell us anything about this? This is the last song that kind of came together, and um, I don't know. It was kind of like the, the simplest song to write, just just overall. And, um, you know, I don't know. Okay, it kind of well, came together pretty easily. Here it is. Yeah. 
Yeah.